Hey, you know I mean? you might have got the crisp audio. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, nigga, this that this that iPhone seventeen. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, seventeen. Oh, shit, <laughs> How you Yo, living, man. G? I am blessed and highly flavored. How are you? Highly flavored. My boy is. Yeah, I'm I'm peppered out, man. You know, I'm chilling. I'm at the top of the studio right now, still in business. Goddamn, chilling on the couch, smoking at smoking, smoking at, money, at tree. money tree. On that note. Easy, you feel me? You know I do, my G. <laughs> but I was about to say, oh, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in Brooklyn. Okay, yeah, so you home. Yeah. We, we home. home on the prairie. Home on the the jungle. The concrete jungle is, uh, I'm not quoting that. I'm not, let me, let me show. Let me, let me do my intro. <laughs> he said, let me get out of here. He said, key on bullshit. <laughs> he said, key me oh, here. Shit, I know. <laughs> um. Welcome to the 10th episode of Money Trees. I am your host, Khufu, K-H-U-F-U, joined by none other than the Prince of... Now, let me check. <laughs> my guy, Keychains Hesper. <laughs> my dog, man. Yo, this, thank you for having me first off, man. For real, for real. You always look out with an opportunity for excellence, literally. And you know I'm behind you 100,000. 100, man, I appreciate you coming but, on, bro. For real, for real. Yeah, man, I, I had been checked out. You're actually the first person I've ever got on a Twitter space with or anything. Like, I've always wanted to, like, see, but at the same time, I didn't want people to see me that I was seeing because I didn't know what it was. But as soon as you text me, it was like, yeah, it's like Clubhouse for Twitter. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm on yeah. I can do that. Yeah, like, I can do this. I'm, I'm in So here. my thing with that, right, because I liked Clubhouse, too, for a minute, but it kind of fell off just for any number of reasons that we don't got to get into here. The dope thing is like Twitter and Twitter spaces, it lives elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do something on here Facts. and then it grows your Twitter profile, which is connected to like your larger brand or your larger world as a whole. As opposed to Clubhouse, it felt so isolated. Like everything that happened on Clubhouse just happened like in the app. Like it didn't really go elsewhere. Yeah, in in my experience, for sure, because you couldn't do anything. Yeah, you couldn't do anything else on Clubhouse. Like, you just, you know, at least if I if say something funny as hell, I want to quote you right now. I can get on Twitter and tweet tweet whatever the fuck I'm about <laughs> to say. That and and Twitter, I feel like is is becoming the app of uh, the app of choice now. After Instagram, you know, has been doing these crazy algorithms and violations. Yo, and Instagram that. is wild. Like Twitter man. is coming. Twitter back. is that's you're you're spot on with that because I used to never use my Twitter. G, like from 2015 to okay. probably like right before the pandemic, I was never on Twitter. And then <laughs> look, Instagram got all messed up because people wasn't outside no more, and the algorithm got extra funky. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nigga smoking that money sure. tree for show. <laughs> hey, chill. This money tree, this fifty dollar bill, kicking my ass. Chill, chill. That Benjamin over here talking. Yo, Kima. Oh, no, but nah. <laughs> nah, what I was gonna say is like, even you giving an opportunity not only to me but like to a whole larger audience, which you knew you could do the whole time. Like, you didn't really need anybody to do this. Twitter kind of sets you up for that as well. Instagram, I feel like. They're at a point right now to where you can't get the numbers that you want unless it's sponsored. They want to be behind yep. everything. But Twitter at least passes you yeah. the mic. Yeah, you, you got a chance. We, we on here chilling. Yeah, we in here chilling. We ain't had to hashtag shit. <laughs> we ain't had to pay for nothing. We ain't here talking. This shit is lit. I can hear you a, a thousand percent. You can hear me. 
It's lit, dude. Yeah, that is is dope. And speaking on the given the opportunity thing, money trees, the whole idea behind this was like one thing they talk about in Web3, and Web3, you could just think about it as kind of like the new wave of the internet. Because I haven't really talked to you about, and that's why we getting on here, to see where you're at with NFTs and just the whole space. But anyway, what... Chill on me. I got like four. I got like four Oh, NFTs. look, I see it. You further along than I thought. I didn't know where you was at with it. Yeah, yeah, chill, 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 <laughs> chill on me. I know that it's not really a lot, but yeah, I'm invested. It's just that... With the NFT shit, it's so new. It's like, you know, like a new rapper. It's got to grow on you. 100%. Like, and that, that's what, we, that's what we're here to explore is like, what does that look like for you, right? And the idea is that me and you just chop it up because there's going to be other artists or other creatives that move or think the way that you do. And you get to be an example for them. Because we record this on Twitter that. space. But what ends up happening is um, I'm recording this audio and then we'll post this up everywhere, like podcast or ad. We'll post it on YouTube. I'm going to like share some clips from the videos and all that. So the content, you know, it, it, it spreads out. And so it is saved forever. That's dope. That's dope. And then fuck. you're about to have another. Well, we're making another NFT because we got the keychain in the 10 spot. Dude, who the fuck do that? <laughs> That shit is insane. Yo, hold on. Shout out to whoever drew that shit. Because I literally zoomed in on that shit for like 20 minutes, bro, and just stared like, yo, this isn't some app. <laughs> nah, it's not an app. Not an app. Somebody literally did that shit, and that is me, bro. Yeah, shout out my shout out my With guy, Fernando. Fernando be on point. God. He's doing He's doing all the notes. God. We, and that shit you said is turning into yeah, an Yeah, so we're going to, at the end of the episode. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to be turned up. Mama, I made it. At the end of the episode, we're going to do, um, I'm going to ask you two questions. And then after that, I take that info. And then I make that the NFT. And then that that that's the one of one. And then that's going to be there forever, you know? We don't know how many episodes of Money Trees there will be. But... Man. 2070, we gonna be literally talked about like, yo, you want you want this? I got this keychains NFT that's going, you know, it's rookie card. I'm saying, bro, and that's like with that. Oh no, my fault. I, I, I cut you off. No, you good. I, I'm t- you know me. I'll be rambling. I'm, I was born a rambling man. <laughs> oh, but to your point, right? Like 2070, being able to look back, I think about how you was literally one of the first people I ever met when I went to Charlotte. And that's like, you know, that's been, damn, that's, is that a decade? Yeah, we going on it. We going on a decade this year. More than, yeah, I was about to say more than a decade. They doing the 10-year challenge. <laughs> it's more than a decade. We is in high school, dude, in the field. Oh, man. But, um. That shit out. Damn, I completely lost where I, <laughs> I lost my whole train. It don't matter. Uh, how'd you get started in Web3 and well, with, with NFTs? Like, what was what was that experience like? Like, do you remember when you first heard about it and what your first thought was? Okay, so I first heard about it. I think World Star had posted it like apes, whatever the most expensive ape is going. This shit hit the map and niggas getting like 75 bands. I'm like, oh, this is the new scam. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the like- new lick. Yeah, this is the new wave. These niggas are scamming you on pictures because I was dumb as hell. I'm like, I'll screenshot this shit right now, send it to everybody I have, talking about buy it if it's really hitting like that. But that's not the case. 
So I would, you know, me, ignorant as hell. I'm like, well, the first nigga that said he bought it, buys an NFT, I'm just going to ask him about it. Like, what the hell did you buy, bro? Like, a Google picture, what the fuck is this? So then the first person I asked was Drew. You know my boy Drew from down here. Yes, sir. He was, yeah, bro, he started, you know, that, that mad scientist. He's literally the man dark of Charlotte. But anyway, he starts coaching me like, man, dude, like this is not just you screenshotting pictures. Like this is like if you had a Mona Lisa and you bought the rights to the photo. And after he said that, I'm like, Oh, so the, the picture is just the face of what you bought. You really have high value in that shit, but I didn't know where to start. So I just started small. Gary V dropped, um, these 12 books of, um, like basically like if you buy 12 of them he gives you a free nft and um drew was like yo i'm trying to tell you everything that gary v drops is gold right now just from you know his the, his statue in life right now his position the way that people listen to him urban influence and so i was like you know what man fuck it i got a couple of extra dollars this before christmas and rent like let me throw it in there i throw it in there drew's like man we didn't get it so I'm like, damn, you know what? No bummer. I got my money back. We were on time. We did everything we needed to do. And then he gets an email talking about we got it. So now I'm back in the in the game. Like, oh, this is my first NFT, blah, 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 blah. And I'm in it. And I'm still holding it to this day because Gary V hasn't dropped, you know, his NFTs yet. So I'm still waiting to this day to see where my money's going. But that's where I'm at right now. So I, I'm a firm believer. I believe it. Damn, that's crazy that you got in on the Gary V piece. So just a little context for people that are listening. Gary V put out a book called 12 and a Half. And as part of the promotion for this book, he offered up an NFT for everyone that purchased 12 copies of this book, which I think amounted to maybe like 300 US at the time. And that's relatively, that's not cheap, but relatively cheap when we're talking NFTs and in the space. And I saw that promotion going and I was like, hey, yo, bruh, outside of the NFT value, this is just a hella smart way to promote some shit. Because, I mean, it's Gary Vee. So yeah, he was going to have a bestseller no matter what. But now you guaranteed to have a bestseller. I was in the Discord chat. I was seeing people buying up 300 copies of the book and posting receipts of that. And I'm just like, yo, this is tight nuts, fam. You can create. And the reason why people were so keen on the Gary Vee NFT, he, I don't know if he's dropped the 12 and a half one yet. I guess, you know, you're, well, you're saying that he did it. But he did drop V Friends which was his first NFT project. And right now the floor for V friends is really high. And so I think that played a big factor in people having a lot of hype for this 12, this 12, um, 12 book NFT that he decided to do. But that concept is interesting, right? Cause you think about like, Oh, I, right. so Keychains as an artist puts out an NFT that may be a limited run or whatever it is. And the record goes fire or the record goes crazy. And then what happens is the next time you decide to drop, you kind of got proof of concept already. People are going to look at you and say like, oh, all right, well, what's he coming with next? And then I thought about that Gary Vee thing. And I'm like, damn, bro, imagine you did album sales like that because everybody be looking at them album numbers and they've gone down like crazy because streaming equivalent just doesn't match up to, you know, back in the day, back even back in our day when Lil Wayne could do 
a million in a week. But all of a sudden, you got a big artist that's got a following, and then you get, let's say he was going to sell 10,000 physical, but now he offered, you know, whatever the bonus is for it. This is different than a merch bundle because you can't really flip the merch like that. The merch ain't moving. It's not easy merch. And I bet if Kanye don't need to do bundles, but if Kanye did do a bundle. Yeah, if Kanye did a bundle, <laughs> boy. Good. That man's first week sales would be looking nuts. <laughs> like, and if he made it available too, where it was like straight up, you could just buy it, no scarcity, no nothing. Nah, his his thing would look different. Yeah, on but Yeezy. on Yeezy. <laughs> but that becomes part of like the interesting value. Um, I think value proposition. I don't know, that sounds a little too corporate, but part oh, of the interesting uh, value, <laughs> part of the interesting value with it is being able to come up with. Oh, yeah, yo, you're, you're cutting out. I said the value equation proposition. Oh, oh. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, you, you just chatting shit. <laughs> um, it becomes dope because I think about an artist like you, right, that's young, starting to make waves in your city. And I've, I've been talking about this, especially on Money Trees, just the idea of finding ways for your fans and the people that are listening to your music early to grow with you. You know what I mean? And it's something where it's like, yo, you pull up to the Keychains event because you stay torn. You know what's wild? Thomas, who was on the show, uh, the first time I ever saw him perform was at the same venue when you came to New York and performed at. And both of y'all have two of the most memorable fucking performances at that venue for me. Dude, I remember that. That was so much fun, bro. That was so much fun. You Dallas. smoked it, bro. Yo, with ah, we got. I can't wait till COVID. You know, just wants to relax. This, like, this is one thing I'm gonna say about Money Trees and the guests that'll be on here. Even with my taste in music, it's all gonna be different styles. But I'll tell you, if there's one thing everybody that I'm talking to can do, at least from a musician perspective, is they can perform. I love performers, and Keychains is no exception. This man puts on a show. <laughs> Like a show, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm trying to tell you, it's just, bro. That that I don't have to be the best rapper in the world to motherfucking stick a scene, like. And I'm not. I'm not one of those niggas that's just trying to sign for everything because I done seen you know a little couple money trees in my life. Yep. So like, you're not finna sign me for no ten bands. Like that. That is just not happening. So that I, I feel like with independent artists such as yourself, like especially with just people that are organizing organizing ways for different different varieties to get out, a lot of that independency is hard to promote because nobody wants to get behind something that doesn't have the girth of other people. And that's what that's when we become pioneers. Yep. I I'll I'll say this, right? I really feel like because we, we, we talk about it a lot in like the Web3 music community and the idea that streaming doesn't pay you your value. And I have to remind people like, yo, streaming wasn't invented for artists to get their due. Yeah, of Like course. that was just a, <laughs> a lucky byproduct at most. But you start thinking about being a new artist and having to compete with all this attention. Web3 starts to level the playing field. It doesn't do it completely. There's still a whole lot of things to kind of overcome here. But you can say, yo, my music is available and this is what it costs. Of course, you've, you know, you've always been able to 
price your album something ridiculous, but they didn't really have the infrastructure for it. There wasn't really an entire system that would allow you to say, hey, this is what the value is and this is why I'm charging it. It was too far out of the norm. And the norm is starting to shift. So it's dope that Drew put you up or put you on from the actual collecting NFT side. But have you started thinking about what it looks like for you and your music? I haven't. I'm not even gonna lie. Like um the NFT, I'm not gonna lie, it, it's it's like a new study, like it's a new subject. They never taught this shit in school and nobody ever prepared for it. It just like popped out. So like I would not even say I'm probably like six, seven months in the game. Like I don't really understand. I don't I grasp the subject, but I don't really understand the components of all the way what it is. But I do understand the concept of it giving value to something physical or, or not even physical, just tangible to where more independency can be owned by rights. Like it's a whole different world of owning things. And I see where it's going, like just with the metaverse and like small shit like that, like even making NFT artist or any artist an NFT artist, it just gives an opportunity. And so I do understand that subject, but as far as myself, like targeting my music and stuff like that, I haven't even looked into that, that, uh, that lane of what I could do with it. Cause I, I, I have to understand better. For sure. You, you know, for me, that ownership piece of it is huge and maintaining your rights in particular is huge. When we were doing some work a few months back, you know how big I was or how big I was on that perspective of it. Yeah. With you not giving up your rights for any measly amount of money, especially to people that weren't going to know what to do with your rights or didn't care about your rights whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah. I yes. mean, like I said, you've never, you've never shaded me away from an idea that I couldn't win or if the idea ended up we couldn't win, you'd always let me know asap and that's what i'm saying that's just our relationship without the music stuff it's just like some of the decisions that you think could be great could not be great in this new nft world like and you gotta have that there's no (laughs) this sounds like product placement but this has been a recurring issue that i've been hearing from people and so I was struggling even talking to my family about it because I'd want to send them this resource and I might forget about something else or like they would have a question and I wouldn't remember exactly where to pull up a certain link at. So I came up with something right at the end of the year called the Web3, called a Web3 Blueprint. And it's web3blueprint.xyz. I'm going to send it to you when we get off. And I want you to go through it and just let me know how much it helps you. If it helps you at all, I think it will provide some context. There's still some things that are missing to it. But the idea is that an artist or anyone really looking to get involved in the space can go to this site and have a great starting point to find everything else that they need, where there's no way for you to go here and go through everything in one single sitting. It just, it won't happen. There's too much information. And so then there's FAQs and a glossary and a getting started guide that'll explain to you recommended best steps. And I'm talking with artists and talking with collectors to really refine it and make it representative of the community at large, not just my own perspective, but at the same time, it's for my people. And my people is a broad kind of statement, but the way I look at that is like anyone whose views or taste aligns with mine 
where the blueprint that I'm making is for y'all. It's not necessarily going to fit everyone's thing. It's not going to teach you like how to code and how to make it with in DeFi and Web3. It's none of that. Uh, it's just my take. And then ideally, the people that are in my community and come across it, their take. So super long ad aside, <laughs> what do you think has discouraged you most about learning from this space? You're saying it's like a new thing that just popped up. Like, do you not know where to go? Is it overwhelming once you start looking? Um, basically, I would like to say, like, it's it's not like a a teachable item. Like, you really have to have someone trustworthy to have the right intentions for you before you can just dive in. Like, if you ask anybody about NFTs, either 50% know what it is and still don't know where the fuck they're going to do with NFT, or it's the other 50% is have no idea and they're like, yo, I don't know. It, it's a scam. And then so you you're not really in a, a public place. Like I haven't found a public place to where you could really go get some sensible knowledge. And the person that I am, if I don't know you, I mean, you just have a high Instagram following or you got a blue check. I'm not listening. You know, I'm not, I'm not hearing that. Come on. Let's just be, let's just be honest. Like I'm not about to listen to your NFT advice from Joe Smo on the internet, followed by Justin Bieber. Like, <laughs> That's real though, G. I think that that's a. Oh, I was losing you. No, you good. I said that just ain't me. And that, but that's a lot of people. Like, it's hard to establish that trust factor, especially like you said earlier, where most people's first impression is they see somebody spending six figures on a picture of a monkey, and they're like. All right, well, hey, like, come on, bro. <laughs> it's like somebody just hit a lick on you. Like, yeah, that's what, all that was. What, what? Let me chill. Let me chill. <laughs> please, brother, please chill. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that perception piece of it is a huge hurdle that I don't know if I don't know how we overcome it, but I don't, it's not going to be all at once. It's going to be an instance of more use cases like nfts start becoming just part of everyday life before you realize what it is i keep using this example but it's kind of the easiest one for me where it's like you didn't need to know how mobile phones worked to rock with an iphone like you didn't have to have a full understanding of touchscreens to make this product valuable for you and you may have not known you were, you were using this type of battery. I'm not even going to misquote what they are. Like I was learning about some type of calcium uh, enzyme that a friend of mine invented Adrena. when she was in college. I'm bad news. See, this is why they can't bring me on the radio station. <laughs> I can't even repeat what you said. Yeah, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. We're back. We're back. (laughs) But yeah, no, for real. And and you you bring a hard you bring a hard point because it's it's something it brings it brings like the internet. It's the closest thing to bringing the internet to tangible, like almost grasping something. Like we've never ever been able to. Yeah, that is a that's another way to look at it. Where it's just like yo, none of this shit is new. The ability to trade something for something else is not new. Like there are people who have yeah. Bought, the bartering like, system has been alive since humans. Yeah, literally. And 
there's been hella scams that have come across in that, of course, in of that course. world before NFTs, before any of that. So yes, there are scammers, but there are just scammers everywhere. And it becomes a thing of when something is really new, people scam you a lot on it. It's like you think about the, uh, <laughs> the, the Nigerian print scam. Like those, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> when, you know, when when Craigslist and email first came about, oh my these God. dudes were hitting licks. You were buying pictures of a of a PS4 for seven hundred dollars <laughs> before it came out. They sent you a box with a picture in it. Like, oh my God! See, kid, kids today, they it's obvious to them what's a scam and what isn't. But like for us, what back in we, the day, we would no get caller ID. Oh my <laughs> god! You remember the emails? Like, yo, you just won. You just PS2. won twenty five k. Claim it right <laughs> here. Oh my god! Eight year old me, I'm like, oh shit, I'm in there. I won, mom. Let me get your credit card real quick. Mom coming down like, hey yo, why the modem not working? Like, <laughs> yeah. eh, 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 this shit frying. This shit smoking. Was cooked, bro. Yeah, that's bad. Now that might have to be a new thing. I'm like, bro, you can't talk to me if you can't uh, make the vo- dial up sound with your voice. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> you ain't yeah, never no had dial up. <laughs> yo, that shit crazy. Oh yo, man. yo, people used to be ruthless. Like, who the fuck emails a, a fucking virus? Like, what do you oh mean I just God. opened this email and now I can't click out of it? All right, all right. See, see now now we're about to go on a little tangent though, bro, because we was definitely moving funky like that in, in middle school. Because <laughs> I'm a gremlin. Niggas gremlins. Yo, you wait, you, you remember you remember two girls, one cup? Oh my god. Three <laughs> yo, guys, one hammer. Okay, yo, no, that one was actually pretty messed up. Yo, but, what's going on? Like, who leaked this shit? This was but, before GoPro. No, you remember the Pain Olympics? Oh my <laughs> like Oh, your mic cut out. My bad. Look at that. The internet is like they nah, the internet is like they wild. The internet is like yo. About this. Now I'm weak. Keelan's or Keychains' mic is really, really busted. Okay, hold on, oh, hold on. I'm back in this thing. I had to, I had to fix my Wi-Fi. Make sure because no, I no, thought they were good. really hacking me or some shit right now. Nah, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I was look. I had to check my modem, but yeah, I'm back in this thing. But that shit is crazy. Like, bro, they wait. No, 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 no real quick. Because I was gonna make one point on that. Just about the uh, you said like, we was gremlins. <laughs> is when two girls in one cup in the Pain Olympics used to be happening. We used to try like all the sneakiest ways to send people links and get them, get them to, to open it, that. and then they compute yeah, it. No nah, nah. But they started getting to the point, right? When I and I'm not gonna say the name of this website because it was like kind of an offensive title. Yeah. But if there's anyone born in between like 91 and 97, y'all probably know about this site. And when you would click it. It would open up hella porn windows on <laughs> your browser, and you would not be able to close them all. Every time you opened one, it would open two more. Or close you would one. have to break that computer, dog. Yeah. You had to break it. If your mom was behind you, you had to break that shit, dog. That was the only way. Bro, they they got me. They got me on the um. 
on the uh on my on my school laptop ones. It was like when they first, when they used to bring uh, us the ones in the cart. Remember they no. used to, you had to have the laptops in the cart and they were all numbered. <laughs> yeah, you grab one of your little HPTC whatever the fuck. Black, yep, yep. You know, with the little red keys. dot in the keyboard. Yeah, real red dot, a little mouse in the middle. Like what the fuck? We thought that was those. the future. Mouse in the middle of the keyboard. Yeah, and I, I thought it was revolutionary for like a week. And then I was like, bro, this is terrible, fam. Please. Joystick middle. That shit is crazy. David Bowie was going crazy. I never want to give you up. You that was on. Rick Astley. That was Rick. No, the confidence is what got, but I'll be like, Yeah, no, I was really gonna let that one go by. I was like, Yeah, that one's not right. David Bowie for 5,000. Double Jeopardy. They're like, Mr. Hefner, you are going home. You are going to jail. Uh, we we've been off topic for a little bit now. The idea behind Money Trees is I'm surrounded by super super talented people, and I wanted to give a platform where y'all could come and document where you're at currently because this Web three and NFT space is evolving like crazy, and people aren't being transparent about what they do and don't know. Where it's like yo, a lot of us don't know shit. I say it all the time. Like, I want to have these conversations in public so I can listen back and say, okay, cool. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I made sense right here. Oh, yeah, I was right about this. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Like, my homies is rocking. And then when everyone comes back to collect your one-of-one NFT, it's like, oh, shit. All right. All right. I see what happened here. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, this is way bigger than what we think it is. It's just how far you can take it in this world. Like, there's never been a a time in history where the opportunities are as broad as this. Like you can literally take this any route you want to do. And 100%. Great. 100%. Gee, I couldn't have said it better myself. And so on that note, we're going to close out the show, but I got two questions for you before we go. Let me hear it. All right. The first question is what is your seed phrase? And now, you know, when you had to set up your crypto wallet that they gave you that recovery key and the common term for it, like in the Web3 space, a seed phrase. And I keep telling people that seed phrase is not scary enough. Because if you lose your recovery key, aka your seed phrase, you lose access to all your crypto, like all of your currency, all of your NFTs, people could steal it. And there's nothing you could do about it if you lose this phrase. What is this? It's that it's the 24 or 12 word um, password you got to set up when you first set up your wallet. But that's what? the... Send up a password that is. Oh yeah, wait, bro. I definitely gotta send you the blueprint so we could talk security. Me, you gonna talk security? Oh the heck offline. So I gotta pick one phrase. No, 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 no. That's the security key that comes okay. with your wallet. They pick the phrase for you. Oh, I'm saying shit. on the show, on the show, I ask. I'm repurposing seed phrase. Uh-huh. So if we had to sum up what we were talking about today and kind of what your your approach is to being a musician and being in Web three and you know, always being smart about your investments and how you're spending your money and not chasing the bag uh, by having to give up ownership. You know, just a lot of the points we touched on. What would that phrase from you be? It's like, what would the motto to your rainforest be if you was planting a money tree? If I was planting a money tree, 
it would literally be hold on give me 12 seconds now nah, i'm weak because drew just dm me and said key needs help with his meta mask i tried a handful of times to get him set up <laughs> with a bunch yo of get the fuck out of here <laughs> Still on me. i'm trying to tell you bro like i i kept nah, it I, got you, G. I kept it a band bro like i don't I really got you, know too too much but if i had to pick a phrase like what I have to pick like a Kuna Matata or something, man. Like you can't get into this money forest unless unless you really know what fruit falls from the money tree. Well, the Kuna Matata don't mean that. <laughs> yeah, well, a Kuna Matata could <laughs> Nigga gave me a whole new definition. <laughs> Yo, chill. Yeah, this is the new age of Kuna Matata, bro. Like, <laughs> this is it. Oh, Kuna man. Pina Colada. I'm weak, bro. And the, the second question is, how much do you want your one-of-one Keychains Hefner Money Trees 10 note to be sold for? You set the uh, price. Y'all niggas cannot buy this. This is a, a one of this is more expensive than a Michael Jordan signature <laughs> scraped off his fingernails. This is you can't get this. This is this is more than a Bugatti. This is all yeah. The number we can't we I don't even know the number. Give like, me a number. I, I, I can't pronounce the number that it's going for. Floor no, no. Okay. I don't know. We're gonna yeah. need one. <laughs> it, this one's going for 2.2222 million dollars floor price. Floor price. 2.2222 million dollars. That shit is not going for y'all. Yeah, this shit is going to have to be sold when I'm dead. Because this shit ain't going. Yo, bro. Honestly, I feel like 10 minutes of this episode has been laughing. It's Yo, always such a good time with you, my great, dude. I had a blast. I'm not gonna lie. My first time on Twitter, Twitter streams, or yeah, Spaces, whatever, yeah, yeah. This is the best time I've ever had on Twitter. I'm not gonna lie. So much love, G.